from the Tulsa world. This is the OSU Sports Extra Podcast, sponsored by Albert G's Barbecue. Here are your hosts, Dean Rule and Jawan Lee. Coming at you at about 1 a.m. in the morning, so I'm sure most of you guys are going to be catching this Sunday morning. Um, for you people who are still wide awake, we've got quite a bit to talk about on the OSU Sports Extra podcast. It's just me, Dean Rule, going solo. I uh, know Juwan, he will, as always, be back in the middle of the week. But for now, let it simmer for about two hours. Oklahoma State, 45. Cincinnati, 13. On a cold, wet, by no means ideal uh, weather conditions in Stillwater, Oklahoma tonight. But the Cowboys... Or on the offense, they have now scored 40-plus in the past two games. Uh, and there's one man you can you can thank for it if you're an OSU fan, and that's Ollie Gordon and what he has been able to do uh, the past two games. Tonight, again, Cincinnati, who's a top, uh, top 20, top 15 run defense. I think they're 18th. Uh, so top 20 run defense. Ali Gordon, 271 yards on 25 carries, two touchdowns to go along with it. Um, I think you got to put him in the superstar category at this point. I think you really do. Uh, back-to-back games of over 250 yards. That is a list exclusive to himself and Barry Sanders in OSU football history, program history. And and there's been some great running backs, you know, Thurman Thomas, Terry Miller, Keith Tostin, uh, Kendall Hunter. I mean, Truba Hubbard, the the list goes on and on and on. Um, Only two guys have been able to do that. And, And when Barry Sanders is your only company, you're doing something right. So I think it's time. To, to maybe put Ollie Gordon in that conversation, that superstar conversation. Um, he, he's over a 1,000 yards rushing on the season. There's still four games to be played, so <laughs> who knows what that total is going to be uh, at the end of the year, and, and we'll have a lot more on that um, in your Monday edition of the Tulsa World. So pick that up. If you don't pick that up, give it a read online. Get a subscription. We're going to have all kinds of coverage um, that you're not going to want to miss, especially because for the next seven days, um, there's one priority uh, in the state of Oklahoma, and that's going to be Bedlam. So the Cowboys, they get it done mostly on the back of Ollie Gordon, who continues to impress, amaze. I think we're running out of words to describe what Ollie Gordon does. And I even asked uh, Alan Bowman after the game. I said, "What can you say that's new about somebody like Ali Gordon?" And and he didn't. He said, "You know, Alan Bowman's best answer was he's just a freak. He he's just at this point, all you can say is he's really good at football." And and that kind of I think encapsulates a little bit the the Ali Gordon fever that's going on right now. And I mean, he's become a big deal in the national media. He's become a big deal. Locally, I mean, it seems that the the attention 
that is given to this guy, rightfully so, just continues to grow and grow and grow. And for good reason, because when you're, I mean, we're, we're talking about almost 550 rushing yards in the past two games each time against solid rush defenses. Um, yeah, Ali Gordon has just continued to amaze and, and continue to be the reason OSU's been able to turn this season around because guess what? OSU 6-2. and two. They've reached the six-win threshold. That means they're bowl eligible for an 18th straight season. And uh, if I would have told any of you guys, hey, OSU is going to be going to a bowl game and possibly a pretty good bowl game. Uh, if I would have told you that a month ago, you probably would have called me crazy. But they're, they're at least going to be able to go to one, depending on how many more they win. Uh, it could be a pretty good one. And, and at the rate they're playing, the sky kind of seems to be the limit right now uh, because what you're getting is you're getting Ollie Gorn to open up the run game, do what he's doing. Alan Bowman's able to play off of that at quarterback, and he kind of showed maybe OSU's receiver depth is a little better than we thought because tonight they played without Jaden Bray. They played without Blaine Green. They played uh, without Talon Chitron. And, you know, if we, if we really want to look at this from a season perspective, no Dazon Stribling and no Arlen Bruce. So there's five receivers that, you know, three of those guys are starters. Two more are pretty important depth pieces. You're talking about they played without any of them uh, tonight. And Alan Bowman still throws for 286 yards, two touchdowns. A big reason being Leon Johnson the third. And a lot of you guys are probably saying, who is that? You know, you probably watched the game and you saw this guy wearing number 17. Who is that guy? Um, I always kind of put Leon Johnson as the most intriguing transfer portal addition OSU made this year. But you just never knew if this was going to be the year he played, right? He's a guy that's coming from Division Three football at George Fox University, way up in Oregon. And you just didn't know how much time was going to be needed for his game to translate over because he had super impressive stats and he's got a super impressive build. You know, he's 6'5", he's got the length, he's got uh, all the talent you'd want. He showed that, but what would it? how, how does that translate, right? I, I think that was kind of the big question with him. And through the first seven games, no targets, very little playing time. You, you figured they might redshirt him um, this year. But he goes and he catches five passes, 149 yards, 29.8 average, and he saw 12 targets. And he made some contested catches. He missed on some contested catches. Point being, Leon Johnson showed that he he might that translates a little quicker than I think most expected. And now they're gonna have to make a decision going into Bedlam. And that's if you play him, you burn his red shirt. He's used up all those those four games he can play before you either have to redshirt him or he's not gonna be able to. 
Um, if I had to guess, he's going to play. And, and so that red shirt's going to go away, uh, which which leaves you not that much of a season you're giving him. But what he has shown is he's pretty impressive out there. Um, so, so point being, offensively, you get Alan Bowman, uh, Leon Johnson, Brandon Presley gets going a little bit. Not a crazy stat line for Presley, but a good amount of touches. And, of course, two touchdowns. You know, at halftime, this was 10-7. to 7. OSU up, and, and Cincinnati missed a – they doinked a, a chip shot field goal. So, I, I you know, it probably should have been 10-10 to 10 going into the half. But Cowboys kind of poured on in the second half, and, and you end up with a 45-13 to 13, to 13, uh, a game. So – they get bowl eligible. The defense does what they, they've been pretty good at, and it's, they'll let up the big plays in the first half. They're able to make those adjustments. Um, Cincinnati only scores six points in the second half, all coming kind of in, I guess, what you would call garbage time. But OSU, winners of four straight going into a bedlam game. You've got a bona fide superstar at running back now. I, I'm. I think I'm gonna. I think it's time we just stop saying he's a budding star. He is a superstar at this point. Um, what he has done is remarkable, and the the impact it has had on OSU season is remarkable. Because now you're going into Bedlam. There's a five way tie. At the top of the Big 12 standings, you've got OU, OSU, both Kansas schools, or excuse me, that is incorrect. Let me pull that up real quick before I start uh, start talking about what I don't start saying stuff I, uh, that's not true. You've got OU, OSU, Iowa State, Texas, and Kansas State, five-way tie at the top of the Big 12 standings with four games to go. Two of those two of those teams are going to be going to Arlington to play for a conference championship, which is super impressive. Uh I think we when you talk about the Big 12, it's it's been an interesting year. Uh, but OSU's right there in the thick of it. And once again a month ago you're probably not talking about that. We're, we're not having that conversation of what is OSU at in this conference? Where do they kind of sit? And and what I think is if we go even more big picture on this, and I won't go too much into this because it's just kind of the instant reaction uh, to, to the game, but this conference is going to look super different six months from now. And I think if you, there's always a lot of talk about who's going to kind of stake their claim in this conference as the top dog since you're losing OU in Texas. And that's why I think this year was so crucial for a lot of programs to have a good year, to to really kind of solidify themselves in the upper echelon of the Big 12. And a month ago when OSU was 2-2, two and two, uh, I thought it was going to be pretty detrimental to the long-term health of of the Big 12 pecking order. But now they're right in it. K-State's right in it. And Iowa State, even with everything they're dealing with, 
is in it. And I think that's super, super important for all three of those teams moving forward. Um, so just the way OSU's been able to turn this around, they're going into Bedlam, which, I mean, any stat, any number you can throw, I mean, that all gets thrown out the window. That is just in name only. You know, it's Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, anything can happen. Um, I think we all know that at, at this point, but we will have tons of time to talk about that next week. For now, Ollie Gordon continues to impress, continues to be the the catalyst behind this OSU offense that's blossoming into, I think, what a lot of people expect out of an OSU offense and that defense continues to come along. It's not in the spotlight. It's it's not what we talk about every week um, in depth on this podcast. But it's there. It, it, it's getting better. And this seems to be a team that's firing on all cylinders, which is probably a welcome sign for, for anybody who's a fan of this team. So we'll leave it there. We're going to have all kinds of time to talk about this with Juwan on Tuesday. As always, you can find us anywhere, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcast. we're there. And if you want to read about some of these things a little more in-depth, go over to osusportsextra.com or go to tulsworld.com, go to the sports tab, go to the OSU tab. You'll find all our coverage. We're going to have great stuff um, Sunday morning. We're going to have all kinds of Bedlam stuff. We're going to have all kinds of Ollie Gordon stuff. Anything you want to read, it's going to be there. Um, so give us a check there. Keep checking out for the podcast and um, thank you guys for listening.